You're listening to the SciGig Central podcast, episode number 38. And yes, I am still at home. This is the at home edition. Have you ever heard about something called the hero's journey? If you're not familiar with it, I know that you actually are familiar with it because it's in every single blockbuster movie that's been even remotely successful, starting with like, you know, Star Wars all the way up until the baby Yoda burst on the scene at Disney Plus. But that is neither here nor there. The hero's journey is really something that that you are a part of, and that's part of your brand story. So if I hear one more person talk about, oh, what is your brand story? No, it's what is the hero's journey? You are the hero. You are the person. You are the, the star in this in this show. And people want to know why. <laughs> why is it that you do what you do? So in order to get into all the juicy nuggets here and to be able to correctly and more eloquently articulate what I'm talking about here. I have Emily Conley on the show today. She is a writer and she is the principal copywriter at Emily Writes Well. And she doesn't believe in copy and paste writing and she loves creating custom copy that speaks directly to a business's dream clients. Today we are talking about what is a brand story and what does your brand story have to do with your business? How to own your unique brand voice and how to stand out in a crowded market? Because yes, there are other people that do what you do. We also get into some Instagram topics, talking about captions. You know, I love that Instagram. So buckle up. We're going to have a really great conversation with Emily and you're definitely going to learn a thing or two about your journey as the hero because I want to know. I want to know what your story is. What is the origin? What is the baby Yoda version of your story? You're listening to the Side Gig Central podcast, where we truly believe that your side gig has the power to change your life. My name is Elena Ciccatelli, and I'm a small business owner and side gig hustler just like you. I'm so excited to help you redefine what success looks like in today's gig economy. Listen in on honest conversations that I have with the experts and from hardworking side gig entrepreneurs just like you who are killing it with their side hustle. Learn the best strategies, tips, and tricks that have helped others pave their own way and craft their dream side gig. So if you're ready to get started, up your game and do the work, you're definitely in the right place. Let's get started. Emily, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. This is going to be an epic conversation about writing, branding, how to get over your writer's block if you have it. And Emily is just has a way with words that I absolutely love. So I'm excited for Emily to share all of her copywriting and just writer inspiration. So this is, this is going to be a great conversation. Yes, we can always talk about writing. And you also have an awesome voice, which is one of the reasons I was drawn to you. You have such a good way with your personality. So it's definitely a learnable skill, which is what I want people to realize. Like, even if you don't feel really confident in your writing right this second, it's 100% learnable. Yes, it is learnable. And I think as you get more practice in, the more times that you're practicing getting your, your message out through your unique voice, the easier it's going to get. So today we're going to talk about some tips on how to do that. But first, 
Emily, let's talk about your entrepreneurial journey. You know I am obsessed with this. So walk the listeners through on how you started your business and what kind of brought you to the point where you are today. Awesome. Okay. I have probably a slightly unique story. I mean, everyone has a unique story, but mine's a little weird. So I was living in Australia with my husband. We're both American. Um, We had moved to Australia for his job. And while we were there, I had a baby and we decided you know, 9,000 miles was too far. So we moved back to the U.S. So I came, I like re-entered, so, you know, came back to the country and did not have a job and I had a tiny baby and I just had a very blank slate. So I didn't actually have to make like a really tough choice to leave a job or to start this business while I was working another job. I just kind of had nothing. Um, and after a few months it was like, Oh, you're going to either need to have a full-time job or you're going to need to create one. So I started freelance writing for a wedding magazine. So I, um, yeah, grew that and ended up running the blog and social media for a wedding magazine in Chicago. And I did that for a year, about a year. Um, And then I decided I really wanted to have my own clients. And so it kind of slowly grew. I officially opened my own business, I think, in August of 2019. So it hasn't even been a year yet. Um, But I've been doing this. I've been writing in the online space for several years at this point. Amazing. Yeah. And it's, it's so interesting to see kind of your editorial background in kind of a mixture of like, when I look at your Instagram feed, especially I can see like you're, you have your pop of personality, but then there's also such really great tips in your captions. And we will definitely talk about Instagram captions. Let's get into uh, a little bit more on brand story, because when we talk about writing effective copy and copy, that's going to sell stuff, right? Your brand story is kind of the cornerstone is like the uh, uh, one of the pieces that you need to have down pat. Emily, what are some tips on how to make that brand story compelling, like will get people to care? (laughs) So walk us through how to get that done. Yeah. So I think you hit the nail on the head. Like it is about emotions. So I think usually when we're writing for our business, we're used to writing to our clients and kind of in a persuasive salesy way. And there's nothing wrong with that, but a brand story really is about you. So I always tell people to start with your, like your origin story, so to speak. So how did you um, come to be? So like in my brand story, I talk about having a, being a new mom and like having a brand new baby and not having um, a job to go to. That's part of my story. Um, and the cool thing about that is when you communicate that in a very authentic way, people are able to connect with you. They're like, Oh, maybe if they haven't had that exact same experience, they can still imagine or empathize with you and can feel more connected. So I think, Emotion is pretty key in a brand story. It really is about you, how you started and why you exist. So like cut through all the BS, like why do you actually do what you do? Um, And how can I tell that? I mean, in a brand story is a story. Like 
there are characters, you're the main character and it is a narrative. So it's not cut and dry. Like there's a lot of emotion in it and it should be, um, it should take readers on a journey. So you should start and be like, Oh, what's going to happen? I don't know. Like she's running into all these problems. Who, how do you start a business with a brand new baby? And then you get to the end and it's like, and here we are. So you kind of go on that whole journey with the main character who it's you. Yeah, exactly. And I think that also brings up a good point of you are the hero in your brand story, because I don't think there would be movies or Netflix or Hulu or any of that stuff without the hero's journey, right? It's like that for it's almost very formulaic, but it's what connects. And there's a reason why all of those things exist in the world today, because we are as, as human beings drawn to like that, that hero's journey. And like you said, like, Ooh, what's going to happen next? And, uh, this, this crazy obstacle happened and then they, they met somebody along the way and then they figured things out. So, um, can you talk to how, how to concisely communicate that in either, uh, a video in an Instagram caption, like what are, what are some ways that you can really like capture that, that essence of the hero's journey? Um, so I think talking about your obstacles. So I think when we first, as we like have this desperate need to look perfect or to look like we know what we're talking about and everyone, like, I know when I started, I kept seeing this advice of like, be the expert. And I was like, uh, I don't, <laughs> I'm not the expert yet. I'm learning. And I think that is what is really easy to communicate. So like take a whole Instagram caption to talk about a very specific problem you've had and tell the story. So instead of just like, oh, one time I landed a client who was a bad fit and this is what I learned, like make it into a story, take your reader into the action and let them feel what it was like. Um, Really just kind of like dive into those things. And I think talking about struggles and I think ultimately how you've, either overcome them or learned from them. Um, so I don't think sometimes people try to be authentic and it ends up just being like a really complaining, like whining kind of situation. And I think you probably want to stay away from that for the most part. So I think having some kind of resolution is important. It doesn't have to be like everything turned out okay because maybe it didn't. Um, but just even a takeaway, like a lesson you could learn an mindset shift you could make an attitude you could adopt like from that experience but I think stories is the best way to do that yeah for sure and it makes you so much more relatable too and you know I always go back to the the phrase people want to work with people that they like end of story um well maybe not end of story maybe beginning of story but um you had mentioned about Instagram captions and I know this is kind of like all consuming to me I want to talk about story. I got a story for you. Uh, can we talk about how I am not planning a lot of my content for our Instagram in advance? I am scrambling around like a chicken with his head cut off sometimes at night, 10 o'clock. I'm trying to go to sleep. I'm like, I don't have a legit caption for tomorrow. Now, that is not the way <laughs> you need to be <laughs> doing things, but... I, this is real life and I like to keep it real. So (laughs) talking about Instagram captions and making them engaging, are there any ways or tips or points of inspiration that we can draw from when we have a little bit of a, Oh, moment and need to get 
some content done. Yeah, so I think that's very real. And I think that happens to far more people than you would expect from the way we all act like we have it all together. But I definitely do that too. And I think, just a small side point, sometimes your best captions come from those like, oh, I have nothing to say. And you kind of have to scramble. And sometimes that allows you to be a little bit more authentic than you normally would be, um, which I think can lead to some gold. But if you are like sitting at home and you're like, I have no idea, my best tip is to think about a problem you run into all the time or that your clients run into all the time. Maybe your clients always ask you the same question and you're like, why is that? How do you not understand this? Or like you just consistently run into a problem. Think about something very small and very specific. And then my best tip is to think of a time like something that happened that day that you can somehow relate to it. So for example, like say my problem that I run into is like my, I ask my clients for a specific piece of information and they always give me the wrong information. Okay. So like, they're not like, I'm not communicating clearly or they're not listening well. Okay. Well, I probably have 50 examples of the time my, like I asked my husband to do something or asked him to bring me something. And it was like, wait, what? <laughs> like miscommunication <laughs> happens all the time. Right. Like, and you can tell a funny little story. Oh, today I like asked my husband to cook dinner and I went downstairs and like, he was gone. Like he had taken our kid for a walk and I was like, where's dinner? I thought this was happening. Um, you can tell like a cute little story, right. And have a really good segue that connects it to your business point. So I think that's where people run into problems. Like they want to tell a story and then it kind of just is a story for story's sake. Or there's like a weird non sequitur and then they talk about business. So you have to connect it and that's where a really good segue. Um, but then just connect it and you're done. Like, oh, this one thing happened. Let me tell you about it real quick. Here's how it relates to business. That'll take you 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And what would you say would be the sweet spot in terms of the length of the Instagram caption, because I am a lengthy person. I like to just keep on writing, even when the point is already made. Uh, what, what would you feel like any editing tips for, for keeping it clear, concise, snappy point is point is across. Yeah. So it's okay to take to like, I think lengthy captions are good. Like you want to, you don't want a four sentence caption usually. Like you want to have some time. But if you're trying to make it shorter and more concise, I think taking out unnecessary details. So example of telling a story, a story about like miscommunicating with my husband. And I have a whole, you know, three sentences about like, what I was doing when he was supposed to be cleaning or like things that don't drive the point, take those out. So always be like, what is the point of this story? And any, cause you want a couple of really good concrete details, right? That's a part of good writing, but take out the stuff that doesn't actually drive your point. Also delete every very. So that those can all go. Um, you can sometimes take out like a whole paragraph just by deleting so very and that. Um, those are like the worst fluff word offenders, I think. Oh no, I'm a fluff word offender, so comma. <laughs> a 
have a fluffy defender. <laughs> that is very true because I think when we get into uh, writing conversationally or writing how we speak, I will use those fluff words. So for me to, yeah, to edit those out, I have to be really cognizant about it. And to your point, just get to the meat of it. What is the point of this story? So uh, yeah, no, I, I absolutely love that. Let's talk about brand voice a little bit. There are there are a lot of entrepreneurs out there that always say like, oh, the space is really crowded, whatever industry, whatever particular industry that they're in. And specifically service-based entrepreneurs typically find themselves in a very crowded marketplace. And it's about how you position yourself differently, how you're unique. Any tips on creating that unique brand voice so you can start attracting the right people to you? Yeah. So this is actually something I've been talking about. I feel like a lot on my Instagram lately. So I have a lot of thoughts, but I think with brand voice, here's the problem. There are a couple of voices, especially in the service-based online world that are very loud, that are very amplified, very, very successful people. And that's amazing. But what happens is I think a lot of us look to those people and think, oh, if I want to emulate that success, I need to sound like this person, which leads to a lot of really uncomfortable and authentic brand voices because we aren't all, we don't all sound the same. Um, so I think the best thing with brand voice is to truly tap in to what your real personality is. So if you are shy and quiet and reserved, there is absolutely no reason you should try to like show up on Instagram stories talking all bubbly and loud and like obnoxious, right? Like own who you are because that's your strength. Even if it's something that you previously have thought was like a negative. Um, for example, I was like talking to a client while we were both each other's clients, which is funny. But I was talking to her and she was saying like, oh, I just need to be more, um, like a little bit more outgoing. I think I'm too shy and reserved and quiet. And I told her, I was like, this is the reason I hired you because you're thoughtful and you listen and I am all over the place. So when I want someone to like set up a system for me and do all this detail work, I'm not looking for someone who sounds like me. That's a disaster. I'm looking for someone who is like, you know, thoughtful and calm and like can do that work. And so I think we really miss out when we try to shift our brand voice to sound like what we think it's supposed to sound like, because we're either ashamed or scared, or we don't think our voice is enough. Um, yeah, you're the only person who does what you do. So the way you do it. Yes. Yes, it absolutely matters. And I think, again, it, it brings you to uh, the the category of one the 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 person that of course you want to be top of mind for the service that you provide but how can you position yourself as a category of one just by being you and i i think that's that's so valid i know it's it seems a little bit like out there and and heady but i think as as you as you really get deeper into your side gig or your, your full-time entrepreneurial journey, wherever you are on that journey, 
this starts to really ring true, especially when you are the front person of your business and you are that face, that voice, that writing, <laughs> you know, unless you hire Emily, then Emily's <laughs> on the writing. Yeah, it's a little, little plug. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so let's get into the, the never would I ever segment of the show where I ask every guest to talk about something that they would never do in their area of expertise. So obviously, Emily, you are an, you are an expert. Don't, don't uh, discount that at all. <laughs> so your area of expertise is writing in your brand voice. So when it comes to writing in my brand voice, never would I ever try to sound like someone else. I think it's, I think it's really tempting. I think it's scary to show up. It's vul- it takes a lot of vulnerability, um, but it makes all the difference. It really does. Because yeah, like you said, I mean, there are a million copywriters, I'm assuming, I don't really know, but there are a lot of copywriters who write just as well as I do, or maybe even better. I don't know. I mean, probably a few. No, <laughs> but never. People <laughs> want to work with me because of who I am. Not, I mean, they want me to be a good writer, but the people who are coming to me are coming to me because they feel connected. They feel heard. They feel understood. They feel like I'm, you know, I, we have a common bond in some way that we've formed through our interactions. And that's not possible unless you're really showing up like yourself. Yeah, exactly. And I think that also is kind of a, a really big commentary on using social media for business. I mean, I know this might be getting a little bit off topic, but I mean, I have met so many amazing entrepreneurs on Instagram. I cannot even tell you. I met you on Instagram. I learned all about your business there. And I think the more that you can bring your personality forward in writing and communicating on these platforms, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to position you light years ahead and it's, I, I really do believe that it is what the future, well, are we in the future? Maybe, well, definitely the future of, of what we need to be doing in terms of digital marketing. So. Yeah, absolutely. I 100% agree. Cool. Um, Emily. So of course, everybody's going to go follow Emily on Instagram. So um, shout out what your Instagram account is so everybody can go follow you and also where else on the interwebs where they can connect with you. Yeah. Awesome. So I'm on Instagram at Emily writes. Well, um, my website is emilywriteswell.com and I'm on Pinterest and I am not on any other social medias at this time. <laughs> I like keep having people tell me like, Oh, you need to be on that. I'm like, listen, one step at a time. Yes, um, I agree. Oh, I yeah. agree. Instagram is my main, that's where I hang out the most. Um, that's where you'll find you know, writing tips and brand voice. And I have even in my link in my bio, if you're like, I don't know how to start on this brand voice thing, that feels really scary. Um, I have a whole free guide you can download. It's pretty intensive for something free because I have problems with not giving away things, but it's pretty awesome. So you can also download that to get started on figuring out how to identify and then use your own brand voice. Perfect. Yes. Everybody go follow Emily, download that guide. I highly recommend 
uh, yeah, this has been awesome. I, I really, really love talking about this subject because I think it can really propel your business forward. And I think it really makes a huge difference when it comes to forging relationships with your clients and your potential clients too. So Emily, I thank you for your time. Thank you for uh, working around my work emergency. <laughs> we had a little snafu there, um, but no, I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thanks, Elena. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Side Gig Central podcast. You can dive into the show notes for this episode and for all past episodes at SideGeekCentral.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. And while you're at it, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll talk to you very soon. And by the way, keep up that side hustle because it looks good on you.